Hi, this is Kimberly. Please enjoy our podcast, but remember our doctors are only here to educate, not diagnose. If you have any questions or need any further information, please email me. My email address is kim at mfwellness.org. Hi, this is Kimberly, and you're listening to the Spine Whispers podcast. With me today are Drs. Joshua Fink, Dr. Matt Fink, and Dr. Brad Maurer. Today we are on episode 11, titled Backpack, Backpack. All right, this is Kim, another another fantastic intro, podcast 11. Yep. 10 down, you know. How many, how many more to go? We got like a thousand more. There's, we got so many topics. I am Dr. Joshua Fink. With me, as always, is Kimberly. Kimberly, you're not going to say hi? Hi. You know, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Dr. Matt Fink. Hello. And then Dr. Brad. <clears throat> Hello. So uh, this week's uh, podcast topic, a lot of parents wrote in, they want us to cover backpacks. And um, just like with mattresses, uh, backpacks is something we get tired of screaming about, <laughs> screaming about, you know, everyone thinks we're the experts on it. And uh, when it comes to the spine, we are, but um, backpacks so much has changed. You know, they weren't even invented until like the 1930s and they were only used in like outdoor adventures. And they still are using some fantastic outdoor adventures. I have a just the best backpack on earth. I carry a Baby J in that uh, that hiking backpack I have. That thing is awesome. Uh, even thinking about it right now makes me want to kind of tear up, flee the office, and go hike. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> he's so used to getting you know, stuck with the work. He's going to carry me. <laughs> he's going to carry me. I mean, that's up it. Yeah, let's go. Can you imagine the. Park Ranger getting that report. <laughs> Who runs Bata Town? <laughs> Some dudes out there. Anybody that gets that reference, I'm going to give them a t-shirt. Master so we are uh, we are going to talk about backpacks for a little bit today. You know what's going on? Like why do we even? Dr. Matt's going to cover why we even care about this topic, and then uh, Dr. Maurer's going to cover the do's and don'ts, and uh, we'll try to break it down 2019 style because a lot of people have you know kind of dated information on backpacks. And uh, we want to make sure that we, we clear all this up because when it comes to something that can really hurt your child's spine, you know, it's the backpack. You know, we, uh, I was really surprised to learn yesterday that a lot of our younger patients don't even use their locker. They just carry their backpack all day. Like yep. we, have, uh, we have so many athletes here. We have uh, gymnasts, but our, our softball players were telling me, you know, hey, I got that backpack on all day. I don't... I don't carry my books. I'm like, you don't carry your books to the side or in front of you? And they were like, no, we don't do that. I'm like, who, how do you book anybody? <laughs> Nobody even knows what that means anymore. You know, two <laughs> things that have really gone away, table topping and booking. You know what I mean? We got to bring that back. <laughs> I was thinking about table topping the other day. Were you really? <laughs> we'll see if we can't get somebody tomorrow night at the draft. Oh, man. Remember when one of our therapies was the table topping? We were, we were telling one of our patients that. Like, uh, I, see that what? I see that Kim doesn't know. What is table talking? Oh, Kim's gonna find out. Kim, how do you? We'll do a side. Kim, uh, how are you alive without these basic survival skills? Survival skills. We'll watch some videos. Yeah. Kim, table topping is where you get down on all fours behind somebody, and then somebody on the other side of that person pushes them over. That's table topping. (laughs) No, we don't have any idea. You've never even seen it. No, no, no. No, we're not telling people to go out and do this. Please don't go do that. Yeah, please don't go do that. But that's what it is. Yeah. So, like, whenever you're talking to someone on the playground, you always got to be checking your feet to see if somebody's behind you. 
How did you? How are you no. alive? Did you, gotta, you live? You gotta in a be bubble? aware of your six. Kid. No, people just don't do that. I'm so worried about your generation. Table topping. Anyway, uh, that's table topping. So booking is where you go up to somebody, you go to high five them, you know, and then they can't high five because they've got the books in their hand. And if they try to like balance their books and raise their hand up, you slap their books onto the ground. Kim, Kim knows what that is. Oh, you do? I yeah. get every day from no. one of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. We hit papers out of her hands. Not Maybe. necessarily books. Allegedly. We're trying to teach Kim hand-eye coordination. <laughs> that's right, and, Kim. And defensive You're welcome. reflexes. Because she clearly didn't learn them in school. you got to be aware of surroundings. That's right, times. man. That's right. We're upping your survival. You're anyway, um, it's really changed. Backpacks have really changed. The, uh, the young people are wearing them all the time. When it comes to ergonomic sources of injury, you know, how you sit, how you stand, how you work. But wearing a backpack all the time, that's just going to ruin a kid. Well, we'll be here for days that we try to talk about assignment of homework and how that's changed over the years and how many hours of homework the children have. And man, we'll start a we'll start a pitchfork like frenzy if we get into that. So let's we'll just we'll stick to what we know, you know. All right, so Dr. Matt, you're gonna take it away and talk talk about why we care about back. Yeah. So let's let's first talk about the the three fundamental curves in your spine, right? Cer- cervical, thoracic, and lumbar. When we talk about that. We want them to be nice and even. We want them to progress like a spiral, right? So when we look at the cervical curve, if you're looking to the right, we want it to be a backward C. Mm-hmm. And when that that's from C1 to C7, right? That's how we label the cervical so the vertebra. Top seven vertebra. Top seven vertebra. Cool. And then the thoracic is the exact opposite as it starts from T1 to T12. All right, and you know that's less of a curve because there's a lot of ribs that attach up in there. Yeah. Um, so and they help protect the heart and the lungs, but also help stabilize what your neck is sitting on. And then from there we go back to the lumbar, and that is the backward C again if you're facing to the right. Mm-hmm. And there's five of them usually. Some right. people are extra special; <laughs> they have an extra one. They do. Yeah, we've had a lot this year showing up with a, an L six, you know, yeah. or a primordial disc, or just really, really, really cool stuff. So we for re- us to look at. Right. So we look at the load capacity of the vertebrae, nice. and if you look at the the neck, all the vertebrae are small. They don't have a lot of that load capacity. They actually transfer a lot of that load down to the thoracic. That's right. And same thing with the thoracic. They they get bigger as they go go lower in each step of the vertebrae, but the biggest vertebrae you have is L5 and the sacrum. And the reason why that is is because it helps support a lot of the weight, the gravity, right. Yeah, right. how we're able to stand upright. So, Right, so your, cent- your center of gravity, you know, from your, your head is perfectly balanced over your butt you know, right. from the side, but it's not a straight line from your head down to your butt. Yeah. It's curved, and those are built to carry that load. It loads the... Uh, the anterior and its its brother, the posterior longitudinal ligament, you know, loading those up at, at that right kind of coiling really really reduces any waste of energy. It makes motion more efficient. It allows you to stand up straight. It's just awesome. It's really cool the way it works. So when we talk about those curves, we want those curves nice and even in the front and in the back. All right. For guys, sometimes we as we gain in wisdom. And in um, <laughs> and in activity, and we in start gets. Uh, we start getting a little bit heavier, especially in the in the frontal region. Um, mm-hmm. And you'll see the our the lower back kind of kind of bow out, 
and being a lot more pressure there. So mm. the reason why that's important is because imagine that you had that gut on your back all the time, you know, and you're, you're not just you're not, re- reverse. You're, yeah, reverse. Yeah, right. that's right. That's right. So you're looking at, you're sitting in class for 45 to 50 minutes and then you start packing up once the bell rings. You're leaning over, trying to pick up the backpack, trying to shove everything in your backpack. So you're you're trying to pull that on, and then you're putting this this gut on your back. Mm. And if it's not if it's not distributed correctly, it's going to affect every single one of those curves. Yeah, and you know, for one offs, you can get away with it. You know yeah. what I mean? But man. Yeah, if you have seven or eight classes a day. Every day. Like, it's incredible, you know. And if you're riding the bus. Riding the bus, then you got home, then let's say maybe you're playing a sport and you're carrying all that around with you. It's incredible, you know. We've had, how many athletes have come in with a throwing, what what they thought, their trainer said it was a throwing injury or Mm -hmm. a lifting injury. Nope. They have 95 pounds of stuff they carry all day, every day, and they're carrying it wrong. You know, like this, that one guy, you know, the chronic shoulder injury, all these trainers, all these people. And then we, we, you know, we finally get a look at him coming from school. There he is, backpack over his shoulder that he carries all day long. Yeah. And the thing was like, it looked like a marsupial pouch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, here's your problem, man. So he switches it out, starts wearing it on both shoulders, problem miraculously healed, you know? Yeah, and so that's what Dr. Brad's going to cover now is, what we're gonna actually, how we're gonna properly wear the the backpack. Nice. So yeah, I initially started looking at, you know, how big of a deal is this? You know, how how common are, let's say, injuries right. related to backpacks? Backpack and injuries. I, I was actually pretty shocked. I, I saw an initial report and I was like, this can't be. So I started doing more research and I finally came up with one I, I like, and they were very similar, all of them. But this is from U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. Oof. Which. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety. That's a lot yeah. of acronyms. U.S.C.P.S.C. Uh, My God. Yeah. U.S.C.P.S.C. No. So here's the deal. They are saying, and it was I saw other reports where this it was a little bit higher than this number, but about 5,000 children visit emergency rooms each year for backpack related injuries my god man is that like sprain strains or like yeah a lot of us yeah they got it hooked on a door and dropped them you know I, what i mean most of it sounded like because i see some strange. wild back yeah you can <laughs> my day or table topped with a backpack oh my god yeah, or buy a backpack but, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like because they're there and then you're like two-hand your backpack or something because those things could you don't want it somebody throws you their backpack i'm sidestepping it I'm not catching your backpack <laughs> to the side. You know what I mean? It's like a dance move. So yeah. 5,000, that was emergency rooms. That's Four, 14,000 treated for just minor type That's crazy. Injuries. So I thought that was pretty crazy. For those of you out there in radio land, you, Dr. Maurer just paused like like he heard something, like a like he just caught the scent of a predator or something and he held his finger up and the, the whole room went dead silent. It was I was scared. Usually something else I was happens scared. when I do that. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Good. Uh, that's where we are. Good talk. Good talk. Episode eleven. You know, the gloves are off. Perfect. So um, Perfect. yeah. So what I'm gonna do is talk you know, kind of follow up on what Dr. Matt was talking about, but then also talk about some remedies. Uh, before that though, I did want to kind of mention that we may see some remedies in sight in terms of 
the way that schools are going towards digital or electronic. Yeah, that's pretty I know, cool. you know, my daughter, a lot of students are getting, let's say, Chromebooks, Chromebooks. for school. Uh, last few years, she's hardly had any books. She's actually like the big, you know, the ones we think about science, biology, math, you know, the big, huge books. She hasn't really been bringing those home unless she would like to is basically right. how it is. So, and then at the university uh, teach at, they all get iPads. And uh, so they do a lot of the work on iPads, laptops. Cool, and then starting this year, it's almost 100% where the students get to choose an electronic book as opposed to, they still get the option, but they can choose an electronic version of their textbook versus the hard Man, copy. I don't know. So. I, I, I still like read. Like, I know. I'm, I'm with you on that. I would be difficult uh, for me to... to t- take a course on without them, yeah. you know, having them. I don't know. My only thought is the difference is they've grown up yeah. doing that. Grown Absolutely. I have, well, to have my, true. I have to have my hands on it. I have to be able to turn the page. Right. Yeah, I have to be able there. to, yeah. whether it's whether it's uh, continuing education or just a, a book that I'm reading, I right. have to be able to turn the page. You have, you have literally a closet full of books, though. Like, you open the door to a normal closet, there's no clothes in there. It's just Matt's books. And he, you can't, you know, one of those books shift, you're not coming out, Kim. That's how many books he has. So I don't know if it's as much a reading thing for you as it is a hoarding disorder. Or something. <laughs> I, won't, I won't tell you about the horrible flood of uh, I can't between 20, oh, 2014 so, to oh, 2016 and that 2017. So and part of that was your tears. Yeah, you get a yearly biblical flood. It's so sad. Let's move on. I'm going to yeah. sit here. <laughs> We're not going to be able to finish if we keep talking. <laughs> um, Sorry, go ahead. So, yeah, and I know most likely that's not due to backpack safety. It's, it's saving on paper and things right. like that. Right, but right. switching to the electronic, digital, maybe we'll see some changes with that. Maybe that's one good side of it. But I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I like to have the, the hard copy. Yeah, man. Until we totally go digital, we, we'll still, we still need to talk about backpack safety. So the big thing is, kind of following up with Dr. Matt said, our shoulders weren't necessarily meant to hang large masses off of. Right. Um, and our backs weren't either. Uh, so that's a big thing. And I have a picture in front of me and it's your typical, you see the, the kid from the side, right? Huge backpack. And you see them flexed at the hip or the waist leaning forward. Change so that center. Grab. It's not, maybe not quite a 45 degree angle, right. but it's, it's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. They're trying to stay balanced. They're yeah. trying not to tip They look backwards. at those turtles we like to rescue. So just think about all that strain. And we've we've talked a ton about the forward head posture, absolutely forward trunk lean, and other podcasts. So make sure you go back and, and take a listen on those. Mm-hmm. But damaging effects. But let's we'll talk about a few remedies to that. First thing is the fit and the sizing. They make all different sizes. Right. You know your kindergartner should be using the the same thing that your ninth grader is using. Right. Um, Hand me downs are good, but. You know, maybe not in like, this case. On. Right. So make sure the size and fitting is correct. I'll talk a little bit more about that. But also look at the material. You know, there are lighter weight materials out mm-hmm. there. The nice leather. Gets you, some, you, gets you something in leather. Has a little bit of weight on there. So yeah. go, go with a nice lightweight fabric. And then once you buy that backpack, help your child with the fitting. You know, hmm. make sure it's up close to the body. At least if they're, you know, filling that with a bunch of books. You're keeping it close to their body right. and not pulling them. We're going to have something on the website, right, about this? Yeah. Like, um, and then besides the close to the body thing, we want to look at the length. So once we get the, the straps set up, the shoulder straps, we want the bottom of that bag to be approximately about two inches below the belt line or the waistline. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I don't know who studied all this, but... Yeah, I know that it, it, it makes sense that it would be the torso length that would matter, not, not, the, not the height of the individual, but their actual torso length. I didn't know anything about that. Because you're getting basically the heaviest object in that backpack at L5, L4. Well, that makes sense. And then... Is that where our hunting packs hang? Exactly. Because we're loaded up sometimes. Because if we don't, if we don't belt in, it'll oh hit gosh. against right at, our, right at our SI joints, yeah. right at our dimples. Or it makes that clink. Yeah, clink, and that's like not the sound you want in the field when you're hunting. So, and then once you have that set up, now it's time to actually load the backpack full of stuff. So, what they talk about is putting the heavier objects towards the middle and towards the bottom. So, like Dr. Matt's saying, gotcha. most of the force goes to L5 sacrum. Uh, but then, if you can, you know, most of the backpacks have several different compartments. Mm -hmm. Try to spread everything out throughout the backpack so it's not all loaded mm -hmm. right there. I got you. Try to distribute it as evenly as possible. And then we always talk about the ratio, the weight of the backpack versus how much your child weighs. Mm. And That's some does, everybody, stuff. does everybody remember the numbers, Kim? What percentage of your body weight should uh, your backpack yeah. be? 10 to 15%. Oh, you study. Yeah. Good job, Kim. Yeah. Yeah. Did you just look that up? No, we talked about it earlier. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whatever. However you want to do this. Great. However you want to do this. 10 to 15%. Throw that backpack on the scale or have your child stand on the scale without it and then put it on and weigh them. So I've got, so a 45-pound first grader should have a 4.5-pound backpack max. Maximum. Maximum. 15 should definitely be, you know, the absolute max. So, and I'm, I'm guaranteeing that no if you weigh your child's tonight, you may find out that it's a little bit more than that. Oh, so, heck yeah. Especially man. with, for seeing like this kid on this picture that you were giving out as a handout, that thing's probably like 40% of his weight. Yeah. Yeah. That kid's got the first day blues. <laughs> like, <laughs> they somebody say you're trying to draw a smiley face on him. <laughs> it's only going to get worse. <laughs> they were like, this, yeah, this sucks and we know it's awesome. Yeah. So, and then just a lot, few last things, uh, Dr. Matt, you kind of mentioned the waist strap. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of school, I don't think I ever used one mm -hmm. that had a waist strap. A lot of the backpacks for school didn't have waist straps right. when you are younger, but now a lot of them will have that strap on there. Because so. it weighs, yeah. Yeah, so the, the waist strap, I have, I carry a backpack to work. I don't know <laughs> if you've ever seen it. Um, it's called, no. we call it the, the hobo bag <laughs> because he puts everything in there and he has this bizarre desire to take all like he he i feel like he's never going to come back every single night when he leaves because he takes everything with him mm -hmm. i'm like, like every single night i'm like that's it let's wear he goes let's he, weigh his he's today. never going back now you're going to be disappointed because i did clean out the bag and it's much more accommodating since the beginning of the year you know what's weird is that as we've gotten into this project with the building my bag has started to it's at twice its capacity and I just have an attache case. But really, the bag you should be wearing should be really kind of form-fitting to your back, whether it's a waist strap or um, the straps over the shoulders. Yeah. It should be tight to the back, but yeah, not absolutely. too tight to where you can't can't actually get the bag off. Yeah, if you yeah. if you if that weight is shifting around and that straps on, oh, that's a problem. Like, because that's another that is another form of injury when yeah. when they go to try to take it off. Yeah. The weight of the bag, all of a sudden it's onto one arm, yeah. and it's bam. You, get that, that rotator you got that arm in external rotation, and it's yeah. injury city. 
and then your friends want to mess with you while you're trying to trying to get the backpack oh, off your back, best. and it's you like pull them around yeah. in a circle. <laughs> Kim, Kim's learning all sorts of new stuff. Don't no, do I'm don't do that either. Yeah. Kim uh, telecommuted to kindergarten, so. <laughs> but that she goes al- that goes along with my last topic and that's using both actually using both shoulder straps and i don't know if it's cool anymore to just have the one shoulder like when dr josh went to school but yeah i I went into school with one shoulder it's true because you see guys with with two and when they go to take their backpack off you could catch them with the backpack trick and grab their backpack so what i would do you either did one of two things you got good at doing the the quick drop where you drop it off both your shoulders at the same time to prevent that kind of attack or you just carry it on one shoulder why were there so many attacks while you guys were growing up? Kim, I think the problem is where were your attackers? Because <laughs> nobody was looking at their phone. Yeah, so there was plenty more time. So there's a lot more time to cause mischief, Kim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys grew up in a You're... dangerous neighborhood or something. Park Charles? <laughs> <laughs> we we were the danger. <laughs> we had a lot of family members. <laughs> Kim, we were the danger. We're the one who knocks, you know? Kim, did you do one... Did you do one hijink in your whole life? Yeah. Tell us something. Tell the people something that you did that would be considered hijinks. One thing. I used to knock on people's doors and run away. <laughs> Can we do that now? <laughs> we, do, we do that at lunch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you should see us at Halloween if nobody answers the door. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, we bring our kids to your house. We've gone through a lot to get there. It's, it's not as fun now, though, with the, the ring doorbells and the... Video yeah, camera. Oh, it's, it's twice as fun. Are you kidding me? Yeah, back to back. That's in this gorilla outfit. Yeah, yeah. Watch out. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, all right. Very good. So um, it's not as lengthy a topic as the other stuff we've talked about it, but it's every bit as important because your your child is exposed to this all day, every day. So during the school year. So make sure that backpack fits right. Make sure it's size and weight appropriate. If you have any questions, chuck that backpack in the car and bring it in so we can look at it. You know, it's no problem for us to go, yeah, this needs to be fitted here, it needs to be fitted here, and walk you through the process. It's okay. Some of the some of these backpacks now are so complicated, like the Iron Man armor, but without the flight thrusters, you know? On our uh, posture screen app, we also have the capability of doing backpack posture screens. Oh, that's cool. So we could potentially get their posture screen front and side without a backpack, and then we can also do it with the backpack on and... Look at the comparison. Holy See cow. See how far forward maybe the head goes. Man, we're the coolest. That's great. Pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. So, All right, very good. Um, Dr. Fink, do you have anything for the people? No, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Just yeah. um, if we could just take one thing off your minds, not that you have right. So you don't have to worry about your kids getting injured or you getting injured while you're hiking. Just listen to the podcast. T- take whatever we're saying um, to heart, and then uh, we'll have something on the on the website. Yeah, yeah, just check it out. Dr. Maurer? I don't think so this time. I think, yeah, like Dr. Matt said, we pretty much covered everything we needed to. Yeah, it's one of the ones we can get into. Like, here it is, it's a backpack. It should weigh this, it should go here, and here's why. So, cool. Kimberly? No, I'm good. All right, very good. This is a shorter podcast. Make sure everybody gets us bonus points for going under our time, because the next podcast we're going way long, I'm sure. Okay, so for the staff, uh, if you have any questions, uh, or if you want us to look at your child's backpack or something like that, just email Kim. That's K-I-M at mfwellness.org, mfwellness.org. Email us if you have any questions or any comments. We will see you in two weeks. Thank you. And a big thank you goes out to Hug Monster Sound for somehow allowing the doctor's voices to sound even better than they already do.